Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, Miami and Texas A&M on Saturday, 3.30 kickoff from Hard Rock Stadium. Joe Gacky, Don Bailey Jr. Joining us now from ESPN, David Hale. Uh, David, good evening. How are you? I am well, gentlemen. It's uh, lovely to have some actual football to talk about, uh, some overall good results, I would say, too. So uh, what's not to be pleased about right now? Oh, you didn't know we're just going to talk about Cal and Stanford. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's what I meant by good results. Did you see what SMU did this weekend? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, Cal, Listen, Stanford and Duke got a chance to play for the conference title in two years. <laughs> uh, yes. Because those poor kids at Stanford and Duke have nothing else going on in their lives, so it's good that they have this. Well, what happened to Clemson last night? And what is it more, more, more importantly? What does it mean for their program? Because when Miami lost to Duke, the sky was falling. So now Clemson <laughs> loses to Duke. I don't know what's falling, heaven and hell, I guess. Uh, there's definitely, um, I think, some panicked Clemson fans. Look, I, I tend to agree a little bit with what Dabo said last night is that it probably wasn't as bad as it looked. Um, you, you go one of five in scoring points at all in the red zone, including a couple of first and goal from the ones in which you come away with nothing. Like that's a rare thing to have happen, but it wasn't like all fluky. Like Duke had some weird things that happened too. And I thought that the Clemson by and large really didn't play precisely uh there wasn't a, it wasn't sharp they didn't look great there certainly was not any form of market improvement from what we have seen so many complaints about the offense over the last couple of years so i, I don't come away saying like oh yeah it's panic time but i definitely don't think that um this is a team ready to play for an acc championship based on what we saw last night does it mean they can't get there i don't know they've still recruited well there's a talented roster there but this isn't like a one-off this is a bit of a trend that has been going on for a couple of years now when you when you look at clemson if how, how would you is, does it need to be fixed i guess is my real question is is there something there that is lingering and and we before you came on we were talking about Clemson's lack of the transfer portal or the the commitment to not to have yeah. to go that route, but if they lose three football games, that that thought might change. So, it's it's a difficult question to answer because I don't think there is this one big glaring thing. I think you can probably point to a half dozen or more smaller things, and one of those things is absolutely Dabo's 
stubbornness about doing things a specific way. And I, and I get it because you, you have won championships doing it your way. Your culture is everything in terms of how they want that program built. All of that is true, but I don't think you have to abandon those things by also embracing some of modern college football at least a bit, right? Like You don't need to go out into the portal and get 25 guys every year, but it was impossible to watch Florida State on Sunday night and see what Keon Coleman did for the Knowles and not come away thinking after last night, boy, Clemson really could have used the Keon Coleman out there. Like, it's just yeah. reality of the situation. And so I, I don't think that he needs to com- a complete overhaul of his general philosophy, but just not to be so hard-lined about it. And, and it, this again, there's not been a lot of development at receiver for years now. And I think Cade Klubnick still has plenty of upside. I'm not willing to write him off after two starts, but – He's largely looked more or less like we saw DJ Leungle look, and nobody wanted DJ around anymore by the end of last year. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to see a lot of upside unless something changes, but it is hard to point at something and say, this is the problem right here. I think there's a bunch of small problems that have turned into a very big issue. Uh, David, we had this discussion uh in the last hour, Don, I actually, Don, I've have had this discussion for about the last 10 years uh, until we're blue in the face. And we've been telling, trying to uh, talk about it with, uh, you know, hurricane fans. I think Florida state falls under this umbrella. And one of the biggest issues with Miami and FSU uh, and one of the reasons why they've struggled is because they're always playing with stripped down rosters. Uh, and it started with juniors leaving early and then all of a sudden, you don't even have a senior class. Uh, there have been times where Miami's had senior day, and you look out there and like three players. And now you can see with Florida State, you can fix it. You can fix it with uh, the portal. Miami's fixing it with the portal. And so now I think Miami and Florida State, we've already seen it with Florida State, uh, fixing their roster. Miami probably not too far behind that. But there, there's an answer for a stripped-down roster, I think it's going to help Miami, and it obviously has helped Florida State. Yeah, and, and the other piece of that puzzle is NIL, too. I mean, yeah. you look at some of these guys that came back for Florida State. I, I think they came back for genuine on-field reasons, but I don't know that they would have made that same decision if there wasn't an NIL opportunity that made it financially reasonable to make that choice. And I mean, go back and look over the last decade, how many Miami guys that ended up getting drafted in rounds, you know, three, four, five, six, seven undrafted free agents. How many of them might you have held on to if there was an NIL option in there too? So, I mean, it really comes, it's both about player retention and player acquisition, I think are just different now. And to Mike Norvell's credit, he has embraced both of those things in a very thoughtful and um, detailed way that has been incredibly effective. I, I feel a little bit for some of these coaches who took over programs in like 2018, 2019, 2020 without the uh, advent of the portal. And you went through like a couple of years of, of having to rebuild from scratch without the, that opportunity um, look, I, I, I don't think Mike Norvell would be the first to tell you this has made his life easier by giving him a way to rebuild Florida State without you know, a five-year learning curve on it of redeveloping and recruiting your own guys. It, was, it sped up the process. But I don't think that that process was easy by any stretch of the imagination. And you know, look, I, I, you, know, you can go out and get 
uh, the best 10 guys in the portal every year, and it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Um, I think what Mike Norvell has done brilliantly is not just get really talented players out of the portal, but guys that fill needs and guys that fit the, the personality of the team that he's trying to build. So the next experiment that's going on this year is is Deion Sanders at Colorado, where he basically whacked everybody that was on the team once he took it over. He cut, if it was the NFL, he cut everybody for the most part and went to the free agent market and brought in a team that he thought could win right away. Now, I, I was impressed by the the victory, uh, but I, I'd like to see what happens at least through the month of September. But if yeah. Colorado has success with that model, is 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 America ready for every new coach to come in and completely wipe out a football team and and go recreate it? Because that's that's exactly what happened. And you know, there's going to be a percentage, and I don't know. I mean, it's easy to look up, but there's probably 20% of those guys that that 20 or 25%, maybe even more that that did not get picked up at all and are are out of college completely. And so you know that that's that's a model that's really uh, y'all, it, if it works, there's going to be problems, and and if it doesn't work, I guess there's going to be a, another set of problems. Uh, you're 100% right, and look, I, I think there's a lot of nuance to this that maybe hasn't been fully explored, and, and I'm sure will be if this continues, uh, the success that Colorado had in Week 1 continues throughout the season. Uh, I, I think there are a few things at play, though, that are worth remembering. Number one, it was a terrible Colorado football team. I mean, they were awful last year. Yep. So cleaning house is much more of an obvious move there than it might be if you walked into, like, you know, I don't know, for lack of a, a better option, Rutgers or something like that. I, I don't know that the talent uh, deficiency at, at some schools that are going to have new coaches is what Colorado had. I also think that it's very important to remember that Deion Sanders is one of one. There are not other coach primes out there. And you might be able to clean house, but getting the other talent to come in and rebuild with you as quickly as he's trying to do, not many other coaches have the gravitas, the name recognition, to recruit guys the way that, that Dion has. Um, again, you know, he's, he is one of one. So I, I don't know that it's replicable by other coaches. But I will say, that, and, and, and I have a real problem with this whole idea that everybody was on their soapbox about guys getting, you know, you shouldn't go into the portal so easily because you're getting left there. Like that was their holier-than-thou soapbox speech about why guys shouldn't transfer. And now we're going to, are we going to have guys essentially being shoved into the portal? I think that's a real problem if you want to maintain even the facade of amateurism. But at the end of the day, we have been around this long enough. It's a copycat sport. And if it works for Dion, somebody else is going to try it. In fact, probably a lot of somebody else is going to try it. Yeah. What What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts? And will you be here? What are your thoughts on the Miami A and M game on Saturday? I, I the biggest thing that impressed me about Miami's performance against Miami uh, was the play of the O line because that was for me. It, it seemed like the pieces were there. Like it's a they're big guys, right? They they look like pros. It seemed like a huge step up on paper from where they were a year or two ago. But how do they play? They played really well, I thought. 
if that continues and the O-line looks as good against A&M as it did, or even close to as good as it did against Miami of Ohio, I think you're, you see the real foundation of what can be a successful Miami offensive attack there. But, but A&M's real good up front. A&M's going to get after you. I, I, to me, that is, that is the thing that I came away feeling the best about after week one, but a thing that needs to show up again big time in week two. How do you how do you assess the uh, coordinators for the University of Miami? That change seemed to be as uh, <laughs> as big a difference maker as anything Coach Cristobal yeah. did. Yeah, and and look, far be it for me to judge the X's and O's of it. Like I'm not that smart, but I think you could just watch and see a team on both sides of the ball that felt much more coherent and. I realize it was not the best opponent they're going to play this year, but go back and look at the Middle Tennessee game last year. It was chaos, and that was a bad team that they played. So I don't know that you can wave a magic wand and say everything is fixed here, but that was a team that looked like it had an identity on both sides of the ball, that everybody's pulling in the same direction. And then at that point, the question is only, do you have enough talent, and can you execute that consistently enough that if you're all pulling in the same direction, you can keep winning games. Last year, it looked like 11 guys going in 11 different directions way too often. <laughs> I think everybody is on at least on the same page and buying into a philosophy now that was not really there last year. Yep, yep. I think uh, that's a good evaluation. All right, we can uh, read all of your material on ESPN. Are you still doing TV with Andrea? Yes, and we will start back again uh, tomorrow evening. We've been moved from daytime soap opera tv to prime time we're coming on at 10 p.m which may be skin and max hours i don't know i'm keeping my clothes on i can't speak (laughs) for anyone else uh but yes we'll be back on acc network tomorrow night at 10 uh under the under the uh title of all acc uh i don't know what that means i think they're trying to brand us as acc hard so that we can't we can't we don't go look into the grant of rights yeah you have a grant to rights deal i guess all right, very good. Thank you for thank you for being with us tonight, and uh, we'll see you My at the pleasure. game or one of these games. Right on. Good All talking right. to you guys. All right, that's uh, David you. Hill joining us from ESPN. He does a great job. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing, the dishes or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just what I do, Joe. I do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> What's that racket? I wish you. I wish you. Trying to get in the door. I, if you, if, I, I wish. I wish you would. Uh, I wish you'd catch me doing the dishes and let my wife fill it up. Once in her, her life that I at least attempted to do it. No, I'm not. I'm not a dish guy. I'm sorry. I hear a lot <laughs> unless of under threat. Huh? Unless under threat. No. All right. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow uh, out there in the field, yeah, yes. and then uh, Saturday we'll reconvene. Uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. So looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a heck of a game, yeah. and we'll get some uh, final game prep in tomorrow. Yeah, we will. I'll uh, I'll see you at practice, my boy. And uh, I enjoyed it as always, and have a good evening. All right, that's uh, Don Bailey with us. Thanks to Josh Terrell, uh, David Hale, head coach Mario Cristobal, our producer Danny Garcia. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you on Saturday from Hard Rock Stadium as the Canes take on the Aggies of Texas A&M. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.